Uh, and welcome back to Sociobiology. I'm your co-host, Jeremy. I'm your co-host, Morgan. Morgan, do you have a pet peeve? <laughs> I, I have been quite cheerful today. Oh, that's good. It's been a wonderful day. I've got a Tapachico here with me. A so what? A Tapachico, a Mexican that? mineral water. Oh, like no. mineral yeah. water. Oh my gosh, like have you never water. had a Tapachico? I haven't even heard of it. It's a carbonated mineral water. It's the best thing on earth. I don't. I don't like mineral waters, and I don't like carbonated unflavored beverages so there's oh two gosh. things i really don't like there's they're so cheap i swear it's got to be some sort of laundering for the cartel or something they're so good they're yeah. so cheap yeah there's cocaine fantastic. in that be careful yeah <laughs> that and i received a happy birthday text from my grandparents Aww. so i've had a great day happy birthday text from grandparents are so nice yeah. <laughs> it's not my birthday but i appreciate it <laughs> i was gonna say did i completely <laughs> forget your birthday no. or what the fuck no you didn't but honestly it made me feel really good so how yeah i guess i guess you don't want to like tell everyone when your birthday is but no. like, how off are they <laughs> uh, about four weeks oh okay so they had the month yeah. wrong that's, that's not too bad yeah they had the month wrong still kind of funny yeah i remember what up until i don't know when it stopped but i used to get a hundred dollars from my grandmother on my birthday and on christmas and i think uh-huh. it, when i turned either like 18 or 21 or whatever they, my grandmother stopped doing that. I don't really You've need been like, it. Like grandma, you're behind like fourteen hundred dollars at this point. <laughs> Let's fork it over. I was like grandma, like I know, like you, I don't need your money uh, to feel your but love. Why did it stop? <clears throat> but yes, why <laughs> did it stop? <laughs> I know you're making money. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've got massive retirement counts making interest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. My, no. My grandmother, unfortunately, she's the kind of person who like just shoved money into a, a mattress, basically, and didn't touch it. Whereas you should have oh. invested it thirty years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that would have been wise. But I, yeah, it's funny because I, my myself, I feel like I'm very uh, financially savvy because of who I am. But I feel like <laughs> no, it, because I'm competent in everything. Because I am Jeremy, and therefore I must. Yes, be exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I think it has to do with like since my parents were grown up, grew up so poor in a different country, they didn't even know that like investing was a thing that existed. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, they knew that business. Of course, they knew like how money worked to at least a basic degree, but. I think it's definitely one of those generational wealth building things where like, oh, yeah, my grand, like, I didn't know what a trust fund was until I was in my 20s. Like, I didn't uh-huh. know. Even to this day, I'm still a little finicky on the details. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Uh, um, but I just realized like, oh, yeah, like, it's just a ton of money you give to like, you don't have to give it, but basically you can give it to like your children. And I thought like, that's a weird thing. Like, why would you give money to your children? And then I realized, yeah, it's because they can have a. Once you start them off, you can really start building that wealth if you don't have to worry about it. So yeah, it yeah. helps. It's pretty neat all the financial tools that are out there that not many people use. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, it's pretty scary the percentages of people that aren't invested in like mutual funds, the stock market, or oh yeah, you know, like even basic questions of like oh like should I put money into my four hundred one k? Like if I put it in there, I can't access it. And I just thought, yeah, you you definitely should. Like that's not even a valid question like, unless you're yeah. starving or dying like unless you can't afford to put in whatever percentage you want yeah. you should definitely be doing that <laughs> yeah exactly exactly i think it's something like 80 percent of america couldn't handle a one thousand dollar cash emergency 
And yeah, that's it just used to insane to me. It used to be a little bit lower, but it was usually I think usually above half. But now because of the recent economic stuff going on, yeah, it's crazy how yeah. fragile a lot of people are financially. Well, I yeah. shouldn't say crazy. I should say it's like sad. No, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's sad, but but it it is crazy all the tools that are out there that aren't being used. I guess. Yeah, no, it's, I would it's, say. Like I, I try hard to relate to the common man. You know, that's 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 me. <laughs> but I know I'm definitely <sighs> superior. But, but yeah, I, again, there's like this, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this many times, or at least once. Like, there's this 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 everlasting conflict within myself that I know that I don't want to be the kind of person that looks down on people and be like, oh yes, like you are beneath me. Like I'm like some sort of elite, even though I don't, you know. I'm, I'm basically just uh-huh. as poor as the average person sure. is. Sure. Anyway. Oh, we all know. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, there's that part of me. But then I see like some of the stupid things people do. And I'm like, I don't do those things. So why are they doing it? If I'm <laughs> just like everyone else, why don't I make the same mistakes everyone else makes? So it's, yeah, yeah it's, yeah. I, I try really hard to keep that in check because there's nothing more insufferable than someone who isn't aware of how pretentious they are like i am very pretentious but i am aware of it so that makes it okay it makes it better it makes it a choice (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i get that and and if it's a choice then you can change how it is but if someone is just like a prick and there's nothing they can do about it because they're not aware of it and yeah the unaware the unself-aware prick is the worst is the worst absolute worst yeah. Oh, speaking of which, that's another thing that makes today good. My coworker quit. <laughs> hell, Woo! hell yeah. 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 There's nothing like. Definition of unaware prick. But yeah, dude, today's just a good day. It's just Happy a great birthday, day. Tex. Tapa Chico. But yeah. Now I'm sure you're going to bring up something that's going to peeve me and totally turn my yeah, yeah, sure. blue. Uh, but <laughs> I literally saw this. Uh, I was literally thinking about topics like the other day. Like, what are we talking about? And. I, I, for some reason, my brain was like, well, you know, the, the podcast is social biology. And like, and I think the social part comes because we're talking together. But then right. like maybe there should be a topic that focuses on, on that half of the name. Uh-huh. And it has to do like tangentially related to biology, but not really. Okay. But it is one of those things that I think about. And I thought that a lot of people thought about. And then people don't really think about that. Once I tell people, they seem to not like it <laughs> they seem to okay. wish that they were ignorant of this before it happened oh well <laughs> this I... <laughs> is interesting <laughs> it's like I'm, one of those I'm eager now yeah yeah so i so i was driving so I, I i had dinner at my mother's place the other day it's like she lives about an hour's drive away from me which is not too bad but far enough away that i don't do it super often often yeah and other than that this wasn't like a special occasion she just like it's well, a good she, buffer, though. It's a good buffer, yeah. It's it's good enough. You know, it's enough. I hope she enough. listens to this. Well, she does not. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> um, and for some reason, like I, it wasn't even anything. I was like, I was I was listening to a podcast, but it had nothing to do with this. I was, you know, driving, and I, I guess technically it could have been like a quote unquote pet peeve, but it's like a pet peeve that is so far beyond any other peeve that it's it deserves its own thing. Okay. Uh, so this thought to me came, and I thought like, well, you know, like you know what I'm sick of. <laughs> you know what I like really don't like about the world. Uh-huh. How every little thing that is life, that is human life, is like tainted or contaminated with like manipulating people to do things. 
you know. Okay. Like it's 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 part of every single facet of society and media and whatever. Like if you think about like politics, you think about like commercialization, you think about um you know, just like like even science, there's always things in it that are designed to manipulate Sway people to do certain or, things. Yeah, push people yeah. a certain direction. Yeah. And it's because it's it's a universal thing, and this is happening like forever. But I feel like because of you know instantaneous communication and the internet and everything, it's so much more like in your face about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, like it has to do with like, like like politics, like every everyone. And this is not a, a, a secret. Like yeah, all politicians they just want to say whatever they can to get their voter base to vote for them, and not the other person. Um, right, empty but, promises and yeah, empty promises and all and sorts whatever. of shit. There's so many crazy things that go on. Yeah, and then in reality, most politicians are very similar, even they're from different political parties. It's just that they're just slightly swayed to one side, therefore they're completely different, apparently, but they do mostly the same things. Uh-huh. There's quite a division, but yeah. it seems like there's similar similarities and end goals and whatnot. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, and then again with like commercialization and like even like any kind of like I think I was listening to like a, a like a car radio commercial or something. And I just thought, like, there's nothing that someone could possibly say, at least for me, like, at a commercial that will convince me that their product is as good as they say it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, this is what kind of started. Yeah, I was um, listening to... I've got one in mind also, but... Yeah, I was listening to a podcast about... I forget what it was about, but they were mentioning, like, going to McDonald's or whatever. And whenever you order the food, it looks nothing like the food they advertise on television, right? Like, uh-huh. Or that's and, up on the poster. Or that's up on the poster. Yeah. Uh-huh. online or anything and the reason for this is because like they there are literally people their whole job is to make food look really impressive uh so like there's like and there, i think mcdonald's literally released a commercial based on this where they literally they got a big mac and they had to do all these different things to make it look like the picture like they had to pretty much like spray some spray paint on it to make it shiny they had to position the cheese perfectly <laughs> gloss it they had literally had yeah. like and take every ingredient and like you know kind of cover it in this like plastic epoxy to make it shiny they like spritz some water on the lettuce and they got a whole new kind of lettuce that was made out of rubber because lettuce doesn't really look like that when you buy it um and like the ketchup was like painted it was like this really it was like a three or four minute commercial i remember seeing this like you know this is an old one like maybe 10 over 10 years ago right um and they were like, oh, yeah, like we and like we know that like, when you order food, this is not what you're going to get, but this entices you to buy it. And so like even art like this is that was like beautiful. Like it is literally an art form and how to make things look appetizing. And don't get me started like on pizza you know, because they like put all don't sorts of stuff. Don't get me started. Don't get me yeah. started on uh, pizza. Yeah. They like add glue and they nail down the pizza slice to the board. So that yeah, like, so the, the cheese, cheese poles. Off. Yeah, it, it I never really that. does that. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, like, yeah, like it's. It's a commercial. Like, I know, like, obviously it's designed to get you to buy it. You know, so obviously they're not going to literally whip out a mashed up nasty piece of garbage burger and say, hey, you want to come down to McDonald's and eat this? Uh, But it was just like this background of like, oh, yeah, we are literally manipulating your eyes and your, your taste buds and a part of your brain that wants to see good food into getting you to come down here to spend money to buy food. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. It just kind of was like everything is affected by that because even a lot of uh, scientific research uh, is affected by that, which is why you need scientific consensus because any one study or any one experiment can be biased either right. subconsciously or consciously by people. 
Uh-huh. And so the reason why you need a large number of uh, studies is because, A, you can have anomalous results, like that can totally happen, but B, it reduces the chance that everyone is on this conspiracy theory to think that this does that, you know? Right. So it was just yeah. this weird thing that, like, yeah, no matter where you go, that's, like, that's the part of it. Like, other people are always going to be trying to this, – this sneaky way of living, as in you always have to be, like, aware of that, like, no matter who you're talking to or what's going on, they're trying to get you to do something. And for a moment, I was driving, I thought, like, that's that's awful. Like That's <laughs> shitty. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. That's, isn't that so shitty? Like, like that's, you can't get away from it. Like, it's everywhere. That's so, it's, that's so funny that it, it kind of came out of the radio. One, an example that I have also came out of the radio. It's funny to look at it from the perspective of actually manipulating the product in order mm-hmm. to get your brain to recognize it as something that's, like, more attractive or crave-worthy. Um, but there's an ad, I don't know if you've heard it and it bugs the hell out of me. (laughs) It comes on the radio all the time and it's, uh, it's about anniversary diamonds and how the anniversary diamond has to be twice the size as the engagement diamond because you want to love your woman twice as much as the day you married her and all this Does shit it literally say and that? garbage. Yes, That's it does. wild. It's one huge guilt trip into like making me feel bad that I yeah. can't spend 20 grand on a diamond. Mm-hmm. Like, And it's like, well, my wife must hate me because I can't <laughs> do this. It, it's so shitty. Like there, there's the physical manipulation where... Your your eye sees something and it draws you towards it and it's not what the product is like yes. you said. But then there's this guilt and emotion pulling. Uh-huh. Uh, it makes me think of what what are those? Is it Sarah McLaughlin? What what's her name? The these puppies will die uh, now yeah, if in you the don't arms send of an twenty dollars. Yes, yeah. Like it, it, there are other emotion or guilt driven manipulations that are totally just rampant through advertisements as well as like physical appeal manipulations. Um, I, I was going to ask you though, what, what would an example be of something in the scientific realm that kind of entices in that way or tries to manipulate? Uh, so in, in the scientific field, for example, like, and there's always the trope of like, yeah, like whoever funds the study has a lot to say in the study. Right, And there are definitely examples where that is true, but there are definitely examples where that has not been the case. Um, so it's on a case-by-case basis. Like, for example, one of my favorite ones, and this is kind of the opposite of what I just said. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> like, it was, I think, like, five, six years ago, there was a group of people who were part of the, yeah, like, vaccines called, cause autism, you know, kind of spiel. Uh-huh. And they were like, yeah, I like, we're going to. that going around. Yeah, yeah, like we're going to independently fund our own research into this, hire our own doctors. To prove our like, bias. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. And do this thing and show we're, that we're going to pay the spokespeople that say what we want. Exactly. Yeah. yeah basically. Uh-huh. Uh, and the funny thing is, I think that because for because they were being observed, or because maybe because they lit, I think it's because they legitimately believe in what they they say is, which is I think really sad. They actually got like they actually tried their best to be independent. Like they actually did their best to get someone who wasn't biased, who really, uh, yeah, they, they tried to get, Interesting. Uh, you know, they try to have minimal involvement into this research. They didn't contact them. They say like, no matter what happens, you're going to get paid, whatever. And the research like overwhelmingly showed that there is no link between, between <laughs> and, and they were so disappointed. They were just well, like, well, that's a good thing. They proved it. Like we're, yeah, we're exactly. set. 
But yeah. rather than accept the results, like, well, obviously, we just need to keep doing this until we find the right answer. And I'm like, no, you idiots. That's not <laughs> how science we works. We do it 100 times until we get the one result that we want. And, and, uh, yeah, exactly. And inadvertently, they'll have like, yeah, 99 times out of 100 studies shows that this is the case. Therefore, that's what you accept, not the one <laughs> random anomaly that you got. Therefore, the Earth is flat. Yeah. So, and again, yeah. <laughs> there's a very similar thing with flat Earthers where uh-huh. time and time and again, they'll fund these experiments. And these experiments will literally prove that, no, the Earth is not flat. And they'll be like, well, uh, let's just, we have to keep looking, right? Like, we're not going to let this slow us down. We're not going to let this stop us. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. So, yeah, it's, uh, so yeah, definitely that's not always the case. But there are definitely instances where that is the case, where depending on who is funding it, if they are, if they really want to be, they can be very influential. And again, depending on the head researchers, depending on the lab that they chose, Sometimes there are studies that fall apart because they're like, hey, they're trying to influence me to get this answer and I refuse to do it. So I'm quitting and therefore, uh-huh. yeah, that's uh, interesting. But, but then you'll find science researchers like, them. yeah, you pay me enough money. I'll say whatever the hell you want me to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like <laughs> Everybody's got a price tag. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So again, it's not like, oh, no matter if someone funds it, it has to be biased. Like that's not. Again, the money has to come from somewhere. So obviously Dude, you give me a million dollars. I'll tell you the earth is flat. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you the moon's made of cheese. Uh huh. Yeah, I'll I compromise said, my integrity uh, because <laughs> I, because I'm not very influential. I feel zero guilt if someone gave me even a moderate sum of money and on this podcast, like, well, yeah, like, would you say this very false thing? I'm like, yeah, I will because I'm not oh, affecting dude, millions yeah. of people. I'm just affecting like you know, like, and I don't have to believe. I'm just gonna give me the money. But if I was like a dude, bring it on. Anybody, <laughs> anybody can reach out to us. Yeah, exactly. We'll price. say whatever. Yeah, yeah, say whatever you want <laughs> uh, within some small. Or maybe I should say extreme limitations. Like, Yeah, we're still semi-anonymous. It won't affect us in any way. Yeah, we'll be fine. But I do understand, like, I've, I've heard of a lot of people who are, like, very big on YouTube or even, like, on Twitch or just famous in general where they were offered large sums of money to do these very specific things. And because they knew that they had such a large audience, they're like, I cannot in good conscience do this because, like, I will be literally affecting people. For good for th- them. Yeah. Good for them. Because it seems like kind of the opposite goes around with like predatory mobile games. Everybody and their dog (laughs) is sponsored by these awful things that are manipulating children. Which is, I mean, it's really funny because like. Which brings me to this this podcast sponsor, Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah, Shadow Legends. (laughs) Which is funny because I like, I, I can also, I can't blame people. Because if you're like, yeah, if you'll pay me thousands of dollars to tell people about this mobile game that is literally free yeah, there's yeah there's in-app purchases but you know what thing doesn't have in-app purchases yeah you know, whatever i it's a game I'm, what am i what do you want me to do like you want me to say no to ten thousand dollars and yeah not say these 10 words like i i'll do it i do it in a heart, i remember like you said. i remember there was a smaller youtuber i don't remember what they were playing but they were playing a game and it was an interesting series and it was kind of a series that was kicking them off and getting them like a lot more views than what they were getting before and like in episode three, they were like, hey, I was contacted by a certain uh, mobile game. And now that I said that, everybody knows who it is, but I'm yeah. not going to say who it is. But let's just say they offered me a shit ton of money, but yeah. it's very predatory. What do you guys think? Should I take it? Yeah, we all know I'm talking about Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah. But yeah, and then and then the offer was rescinded. But they, oh, uh, they went on to say like, uh, yeah, they offered me a shit ton of money. It's a lot of money. Than any other thing I had done on YouTube had made me. And this yes. was a person with like 50,000 subscribers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
not not massive, but also not tiny. But I just think it's funny to put that in perspective that like they were offering a lot of a money lot of for money. this person to just say, download this game. Exactly. And yeah. in the end, you're like, yeah, like I'm one in a million people that they've sponsored them. So like how many people like it? I can like I don't blame them. I, I can see like, yeah, that's that's money. Like that's that will keep the lights on. You can use that for your own well-being. So, yeah, I I almost have no I almost I almost never get angry at someone for being sponsored by someone else unless it's literally like an evil thing but i that almost never happens we're like it's sponsored by yeah the ku klux klan like yeah <laughs> like that doesn't you really don't happen. see that very often you don't see it very um, often so my I favorite would, is when yeah. like you know i hate it when they just read <laughs> off of like the email that was sent to them like here oh, yeah. read these two paragraphs but when they actually like integrate it into their little speech yes. and do an advertisement uh I there's a there's a pretty famous YouTuber who does like police breakdowns and stuff. His name's Donut Operator. Oh. He does really freaking bizarre things for all of his sponsors. And it, it, it just cracks me up. It's way more appreciated than the guy that just kind of, you know, pre-records it. But but at the same time, that's Donut trying to get me to sign up through yeah. him. To <laughs> Yeah, he's swaying my buy his direction, his affiliate link. But. Yeah, because like yeah, the the people who are sponsoring them, they monitor that link, and they it depending on whether how many people actually go there and sign up and do things that is whether they're going to sponsor him again. You know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, Man, you're making me think that everybody I know and love is just manipulating me. Yeah, no, and it's going to get worse because like there are definitely like <laughs> and I've heard this. I'm not, I'm not the first person to say this, but I, I thought this for a long time, where it's like. Something happened to me somewhat, not very recently, and it wasn't like, oh, like, I was betrayed. It was just like, oh, this something happened from someone I wouldn't expect from that person. Like, that's okay, uh, very unexpected. And I'm the uh-huh. kind of person that doesn't get surprised easily because I think people are just pieces of shit. And so oh, if you right. break you're, my expectations. You're super perceptive. Like, <laughs> you see everything coming. Yeah. So when yeah. I don't see something coming, I'm like, god damn, I didn't okay. see that coming. So is this an example you're going to share? No, nah, not it's something. I don't want to say any specifics. <laughs> okay. Uh, because it, it is like my personal life. But uh-huh. it was just like one thing. And I'm like, wow. And I, again, this is not news to me, but I just thought like, you can never actually know anyone. Like you can, yeah. you can like live with someone. You can be family. You can like, you know, your own parents, your siblings, whatever. You can be as close as possible to them. And you will Avil, you actually never know who they really are because you don't yeah. know their thoughts. You don't know what they do in their free time. Like That's true. And so I just thought like, well, and no one will ever know you. Like no one can possibly know you like you do because you spend all the time with yourself and therefore you have secrets and you have thoughts. And, and, you have and it's like, with anyone. are you just around them because you're a benefit to them somehow? Are you going to be discarded when you're no longer needed? Oh yeah, exactly. Or Am like, I well, still going to have a podcast job in three months? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like some of my closest friends have tried to sell me Anway. Oh I'm like, yeah. What the fuck is your problem? Get like, out of here. Hell? Like, yeah. Like I thought <laughs> we were friends. Like get out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, uh, and like it's just yeah, like it doesn't like I don't stay awake at night. Like thinking like everyone I know is a lie. Like everyone has well, a now mask I'm gonna be awake it. all night. But yeah. it is like this thing where you just uh, it's almost like ignorance is bliss. Where like yeah, you'll be surprised by random people doing really horrible things. Maybe not to you, maybe they do, but di- indirectly. Um, but you're always like, well, you don't know, you know, and you never know if, what's going on. You never know. You never truly know anyone. And so that combined with like, yeah, you don't know if the person you're in a relationship with or your best friend or whatever 
like they're just spending time with you because you are of a benefit to them. Uh-huh. And and it's it's and it's it's not just like it's not that simple because maybe they don't even consciously aware that like everyone I shouldn't say everyone, but statistically, relationships like marriages, especially, they people are a lot more likely to go through divorce and separation if there are financial troubles, uh, because yeah. that's just like it's not like saying like oh yeah they were only with you because you were making money. It's like this. It's like this very complicated thing that your own like physical well being or your future is. It's one of the factors in there. And if it's a big enough factor, then yeah, losing that loses the relationship. Right. Uh, or even right. like parent, parents of children who if something happens to the child, like a severe illness or even like something horrible, like the death of a child, those yeah, relationships the have strain a that it can very bring. high chance yeah. of failing. Yeah. Um, and so it's not even like a choice that like, oh, yeah, I'm choosing to be with this person. It's more like, well, I don't even know what tomorrow's going to bring. Therefore, since I don't know this person perfectly – whether it's like again, like a significant other or even like a family member, their relationship with me could suddenly change because of something outside of my control, and I yeah I hate that I hate that it's so kinda, much. It's, it's, it, it's kind of scary. You can never really know how fragile it actually is because somebody yeah. who hasn't experienced that, you don't know what it would be like to go through. I I I can't imagine what it would be like if if I found out my son had some big issue. I don't know how I'd react. I don't know how my wife re- yes. would react. And I think there's like stuff you can do to prepare for that and like constantly be building a relationship. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it's like, it's like you say, you never know. You it's never not a know, guarantee. Yeah. Like what someone's motives are, how someone would react to a certain thing. God, you're making me paranoid. <laughs> No, <laughs> you're, you're right. You're, you're really ruining me. You're really ruining shit. Like, I, I will look at people and be like, fuck, like, I don't, <laughs> like, with suspicion, like, what's going on here? Oh my gosh. Everybody um, I encounter now, I'm just going to, like, glare at. Yeah. And unfortunately, once you learn, like, how more about how, like, the brain works and how emotions are tied to hormones and stuff like that, it becomes worse because you're like, well, it at any one way moment, more complex. Yeah, at any moment, someone could have like a suddenly their brain's like, you know what I don't like? Serotonin. I'm going to become majorly depressed because fuck it, I hate everything. <laughs> and they don't have a choice. Or if it's you, you don't have a choice in that. And suddenly this person is completely different than what they were. And it's not even like anyone's fault. It just happened. Yeah. And you're like, well, fuck. Like, what am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. <laughs> Where was the switch flipped? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And how can we fix it? And maybe yeah. we can't. Oh, well, it's kind of side note. Uh, for some reason, this brought this up. And, and we haven't really talked about mental health a lot on the podcast. And I think the main uh-huh. reason is, and I don't know if you remember this, like it was like a year ago. You said that you wanted to do like an episode about I like, did. mental health. I did because I know very little about it and I would love to dive into that. But yeah. And, and so for some reason, my mom was like, oh, that's a cool suggestion. Delete. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can tell that's what happened. And then suddenly I one day I remember like, I remember Morgan talking about that. Like, huh. I think it was episode two. Yeah. yeah episode two, exactly. So uh, but uh, depression is, again, very complicated. We're still figuring it out. It has to do with like certain neurotransmitter deficiencies and everyone experiences differently. So it's complicated. This is uh-huh. a side note. But there was one like thing that I learned that was kind of really optimistic or a good a silver lining in the cloud. Oh, that's is good. That uh-huh. The vast majority of people, uh, less so if they don't get treatment, but even without treatment, like can partially or even fully recover from depression like within a few years. Oh, really? 
Yeah, it's it it's seems very... like something that's so rampant and always talked about. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and it's true. Like, and there there is like chronic depression. There are people who unfortunately have it seemingly forever. Yeah, but I guess what I mean is it seems like it's talked about as just this overarching thing that is irreversible. Yeah, like once you're diagnosed with it. Which in some cases it is, but maybe, yeah, not all. Yeah, and it's mostly because you hear about people who like, there's this bias towards bad news where like you hear about like, oh, like your cousin Vinny. I don't know if you have a cousin Vinny. You might. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody has a cousin Vinny. (laughs) Everyone has a cousin Vinny. Hey, Vinny. Uh, (laughs) He lives in New York. He talks like this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, He's part of the mob. Uh, Yeah, that's right. Maybe Uh, he has tenuous connections to the the Sicilian mobsters. Yeah, Yeah, and he's murdered a few people. Yeah, he's got some pasta sauce in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> or the gravy, as they call it. You know, but um, it's like, oh, yeah, he was diagnosed with depression. Like, oh, no, that's terrible. And then you hear about, like, oh, he was struggling. Or, oh, maybe he, like, you know, attempted to hurt himself in some way. And it's terrible. But you don't really hear about, like, the slow recovery. And, again, I, it, I think, like, without, uh, like, any kind of medical assistance, it's, like, 60 to 70%. And with medical assistance, it's, like, 80 to 90%. Like oh, within wow. three or four years, we see almost like everyone can recover. Um, like it's it's pretty cool. That's so you interesting. Don't, you don't hear about that because no one cares when you're normal. People only mm-hmm. care when you're abnormal. <laughs> yeah. So People like, only care when you're depressed. That's why we should all be depressed. Uh, and also depression is hard because once you have it, there's a higher chance that it will come back. Um, but that makes you, sense. You're now more aware of how to handle it. Like you know the medications that work, or you know the the you know the the practices you need to do to overcome it better. So I was uh, I was going to ask about that, but I don't, I don't know how knowledgeable you are on yeah, this. I haven't like I, researched I, this. I, sh- I, I should question weird, but, you. But ask me. You never know. But um, like everybody that I know, like I've had my blue days. Quite yeah. you know, in, in in seasons, it's more frequent than not. Uh, yeah, sometimes work is overwhelming, and it. Puts me in this overwhelmed, depressed, I don't want to do anything for maybe like a week. But like everybody that I know that has like a clinically diagnosed form of depression, they go through like a vast array of medicines Mm -hmm. and different different medication. Now, when you're saying 80 to 90 percent, like why is it that the that it takes so many different basically trial and error, right, on medication To find what works for somebody, but then you say eighty to ninety percent are successful on medication. That's just surprising me because I don't know. Maybe this is anecdotal, but I have a friend who has changed medications for like six years and mm. has never found anything that has fully worked. Yeah, well, I mean, the hard thing is that it's I, that's not like so. When I say ninety percent, it's not like I didn't say they're like fully cured. It's no, like I get they, that. Some of them are, which is really nice, but sometimes it's just like a, a general improvement of yeah, an of improvement, symptoms. a managing of it, or yeah, exactly, uh, a managing of it. And so, like the success is that high, but yeah, again, there's those outliers or just people who don't get it right, and mm-hmm. that's an average. Some people could take ten to fifteen years, you know. Yeah. Some people they they go after six months and they're fine. They just had a one episode. Yeah. So. Uh, the reason for that is because everyone's brain is different, and since we don't have like perfect <laughs> brain imaging, sounds like such it, a elementary answer, but it's true. <laughs> I feel like it was it, a dumb question. No, but, it's it's true, but like yeah, but it, it's it, just bizarre to me that you know you cycle through so many different medications, and it's like, oh, well, I guess let's try this one. Yeah, 
Uh, and medications you have to take long term. It t- that tends to be the case. Uh, as yeah. men, we don't really realize this, although maybe we will soon. Like, uh, or women who like have to take birth control, either for health reasons or for personal reasons, they usually have to go through a process of finding the right ones because some will cause like nausea or anxiety or depression, or some will cause yeah, like serious mood swings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and some of them have no side effects whatsoever, and because there's uh-huh. like dozens of different kinds. And the worst part is, the longer you take something, the more chances are that slowly the effects will change, either for the better or for the worse. Uh, well, so maybe over time key. it becomes less effective uh, or over time it, the symptom, the side effects become worse or better or who knows. Right. So sometimes people cycle through things because uh, like the side effects just are not manageable, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, or sometimes, like you said, or or the effectiveness wanes where after a year, the antidepressant you've been taking that worked perfectly is now no longer working perfectly. <laughs> so you have to start searching for a new one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah it's like a lot of trial and error and sometimes medication isn't right like some people they go through the gambit and they can't find the right dosage or they can never do it um but i think it's because it just seems so bizarre that it's like a guess and check but it's like you said everybody's brain is different you can't like narrow it down to one solution or like do a test and be like this is what you need that that's just bizarre to me that we can't do that which we're still, we are trying to find ways of doing that. Uh, like I said many times before, the problem with that is it's almost impossible for us to study things in vivo or things that are alive. Yeah. So uh, if we had like, if we could map your brain perfectly, which we can't yet, but like, you know, pretty much every neuron, every connection, then maybe eventually we'd be able to find the perfect cure for that one brain. Uh-huh. Uh, but that involves you being very dead. <laughs> that involves you like we're gonna dissect you. We're gonna like you know shoot lasers into you. We and, will you know, find whatever. the problem, but you will be gone. Yeah, and that's why there's almost always uh, like autopsies when they are performed. They're almost guaranteed to find the cause of death. Is because once the thing is dead, you can really dig in there and find yeah. the problem. <laughs> jump right in there. Yeah, you can like cut that heart in half. Like, well, there's your problem. That heart exploded. We couldn't tell because yeah. he was alive. <laughs> we couldn't yeah. do this exactly. Um, so it's yeah, but even then, even if the person had passed away, I don't think we yet could uh, find the perfect solution for that person as if they were alive. That makes um, sense. And so you have like this poor doctor, and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna keep prescribing these things, and you, I just have to hopefully keep track of what has worked and what hasn't using your patient record." And I, it's a kind of a thing where the physician doesn't feel what they feel, and so they're just like. I think you have these things. I think this will work. But since I can't physically feel your pain, I am really just guessing. Because yeah, that's weird <laughs> to think about. We we kind of did talk about not knowing where somebody is or a place that they're at. And it's even more so like a doctor trying to treat yeah. a patient. They'll never fully know what and they're experiencing or going through. That That's what's funny exactly, too. Because yeah. like interacting with our pediatrician... Like if my son's having a hard time for something, she's like, well, it could be this, this or this. Yeah. And it's like, uh, that's like a lot of different things and like <laughs> a lot of different like solutions and stuff like, and she's like, well, he can't tell me what's wrong. And it's like, uh-huh. well, well, no shit, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah, there's that. And there's also like the, the person doesn't know what's going on at home or their work life, whatever. Like it could be that they are experiencing an environmental uh, factor that's affecting their health, you know? Yeah. 
so who knows? It's it's really so that's hard. what I'm exper- experiencing. That's right. That's right. It's, it's your <laughs> work. <laughs> oh, no, I meant work, but oh, oh okay, maybe you're yeah. right. Maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah, so like yeah, so you can never truly know one, know someone. You don't know what they're going through. Uh, but for the most part, people tend to recover, usually. But again, it is one of those biases where you, in your mind, and I have this thought too. I'm like, wow, like I know so and so, and it's been like ten years, and they haven't felt okay. You know, it's how, yeah. Why? And it's because, of course, you're focusing on the one time, or you know, the percentage of it when it fails. You know, like yeah, you don't really hear about like, oh yeah, so and so got on medication, and yeah, it took him two years, but now they're doing like pretty good, and you know, so you don't talk about that because it's it's over apparently like the, the yeah. thing is done uh there's one of my favorite stories from war two is um uh german uh english uh, engineers they were trying to figure out the best way to protect the planes because you can't just armor up the plane because it has to fly it's gonna go down it's gonna go down but it needs and to be so, protected but it needs to be yeah. protected in certain ways. And so what they did, and this happened several times, in, well, many times in like the world, but especially in World War II, where they would find like the planes that did get hit, but then they survived and they, they make all these diagrams like, okay, on average, these are the places where the plane was shot when it came back. And so logically, you're like, well, then we need to reinforce those areas because those are the ones getting hit the most, you know? Uh-huh. And then, but there were a few people who were like, actually, it's the opposite. Like, the planes that are coming back with those areas hit, those are the planes that survive. The yeah. places that the planes didn't, like, if you <laughs> see that there's hit. one area no one's getting hit in, it's because when that place was hit, it blew up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, Protect actually, you should. the fuel tank. <laughs> yeah, you should do the opposite. You should reinforce the areas that have zero shots in them that, because that's, that's a lethal thinking. shot. That's you know? hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and so uh, this happened too with helmets. Like uh, I, I think it again with the British. It could have been American or anyone else. Where they did, they altered the design of the helmets, and then they realized they were suddenly getting a lot more like head injuries in in the infirmaries. And they're like, oh shit, we gotta go back to the old helmets. I'm like, no, no, no this is a good <laughs> thing because before those people <laughs> they, would they were die dead. Yeah, and they wouldn't go to the doctor. They, they were missing half dead. their head because exactly. of the awful helmets. Exactly. So rather That's than an injury, there so yeah, no, it happens. So I think there's that that kind of a similar bias case when it comes to these things. It's like, yeah, you don't hear about the times where like nine times out of ten, when you go to a doctor to get an antibiotic, it fixes it. You hear about the oh, one time my cousin went there and she got an antibiotic and she almost died because it wasn't that it was a virus and the doctor was an idiot. So yeah, you hear about yeah. the, the bad time things that happen. So it may, it makes me think, and the, this is really dumb because I don't know a lot about it, but I know that there was a lot of controversy around when seat belts were put in cars. Oh, yeah, and it's yeah. like, we have an increase in ribs breaking during accidents, and it's all because of seat belts. we got to get rid of seat belts. <laughs> it's like, uh, there's less deaths. So <laughs> yeah, let's be look at the protected. whole picture. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of funny to think about. I, I've never really thought about that. Or I guess I've never thought about an experience where that could be the mentality. Like, mm-hmm. oh, the plane's taking holes in here, here, and here. Let's reinforce that. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's the opposite. Maybe reinforce where it's getting hit and not coming back. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, there's, you know, that's just the problem with when you have raw data, you can have a group of people look at them and everyone will have a different kind of like interpretation. Viewpoint, interpretation yeah. of it. Um, and so it's really 
you need more data. Like you need to like you kind of like need like oh I need to know like the percentage of planes coming back and the percentage of the people and what they say and uh you know all these different things. So it's there's a lot of math involved in in those kinds of studies, which is why like again when you have one study, it only usually studies have a very narrow scope. And so if a study is done really correctly, it'll have a large number of people, but odds are those people are going to be like kind of similar demographically. They're probably going to be with like living in the same maybe state or even like area of a country. And so those results are like, yeah, we can't say this applies to everyone. We can say this applies to everyone to this area here this, yeah. yeah, or this area. And even then within this specific age range and they make this amount of money so they can go to a doctor. So therefore they're less likely to die. So it's, it can get really specific rather than saying like, oh yeah, if you drink, this green juice you die less it's like well yeah. <laughs> some maybe in this area but maybe if you were from a different country or a different environment that green thing will actually hurt you you know <laughs> because yeah. your body isn't used to it uh, and that's a big problem in 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 science in general especially in health because most of the major studies are done in the united states and in europe and sometimes in like in japan and india and china and there's not a whole lot of studies done in like rural africa or the middle uh-huh. east and yeah. so it's really Where it difficult. could be completely different conditions. Yes, completely. Um, and that's because of like genetics. It's because of diet. It could be because of environment. Um, so it's, again, and that's why like a lot of times scientists are very vague or I shouldn't say vague. They're very like general. Oh, sorry. It's not the opposite of general. They're very specific. Like, hey, this thing we just studied, even though we gave you these results, it doesn't mean that we have the cure for cancer or we have the yeah, cure for diabetes. Yeah, they're specific, but not definitive. Not definitive. And yeah. then some like random newspaper is like, this doctor says they found the cure to this thing. And I'm like, oh, no, like, I didn't say that at all. all. Freaking media. <laughs> that's like clickbait crap. Again, there's that whole, everyone's trying to manipulate you to yeah, do shit. Yeah, exactly. You can't escape exactly. from it because it's awful. Click on me. <laughs> yeah. Cure um, for cancer. Yeah, exactly. And even then, you have, like, I, I mentioned this a long time ago, but there was this one, I think he was Italian doctor, who claimed he did a head transplant between two monkeys. What? Did you ever hear about this? I, no, <laughs> I don't think you've told me about this. It was like you, you told me about the Russians that pulled the head off of a, a dog. A dog and kept it alive, yeah. Yeah, but no, I didn't hear about the head transplant. So I think this was, like, either 2016 or... Seven, it was a while ago or whatever. He announced that he was going to attempt this. Like, I'm going to decapitate two monkeys, and then I'm going to reattach... Like, keep the blood flow going and reattach their heads to each other. Do a head transplant. That's like and X-Files shit. It is, yeah. And the end goal was maybe you could do that with a human being, right? Like, maybe you could, like, if your body was destroyed... And you can just attach it to a different body and maybe you'd live, you know, who knows? So, but like he announced he was going to do this and all the ethical committees are like, oh, that's weird. But <laughs> no. Sure. But like, I get, like, well, they were like, he's funding it himself. So it's not, they can't like oh, call the police on him. You know, there's going to be like, that's weird. But, uh, you know, you're funding it yourself. You're, or you found someone to sponsor you, whatever. Doesn't, and even before <laughs> he did it. People were like, yeah, even if he does successfully do it, it uh, doesn't really mean anything because that that monkey could have permanent brain damage. We can't tell because it's a monkey. Like, it's, yeah. It's not a human being. Um, and so it was like there was some delays in the, the experiment, what happened. And then suddenly oh, he announced that cold he had, feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he one day, I think he announced that he had done it. 
but there was no evidence that it actually happened. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't like video record anything. Like he just took notes, and he said the brains, the, the heads lived for like a few hours, and then they died, which he called a huge success. What, uh, what an idiot! But it wasn't that, well documented. That's obviously fake. It's yeah. obviously fake. Like if it's yeah. Uh, and so uh, again, it's just like for publicity or for whatever. And so people are just like, yeah, I'm not gonna trust that dude. Like <laughs> yeah. He's he's hoping to get a bunch of other sponsors on fake things. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'll just yeah, this was uh, January 2016. So oh dang, it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. Thought you were gonna say it's some obscure mad scientist from the 60s or something. Oh no no, it happened. I knew it was in the 2000s. Yeah. But like it, again, he is very obscure because again, he just like almost did it by himself in a, yeah. in a room and didn't tell anyone about yeah. it. Just tried to screw two monkeys' heads onto each other's bodies. There's that like didn't come fo- out right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's. Uh, I got an image of it, and it. Didn't I'm pretty work. sure you did. Yeah. Uh, oh, there, shut up. <laughs> not like you're sick. I didn't say anything. I don't. It's, it's mm-hmm. all your head. Uh, there's like there's a few photos of like a few monkeys, and they have like stitches all around their neck. So it like that's like post op basically, uh-huh. but nothing when it actually was happening. Yeah, it does, it, uh, like they're they're dead. They're not. Yeah, you have no I, no proof of. Yeah. Them so he said that anything. like the monkeys. This is a quote. I think his name was Doctor Canavero. Like the monkey fully survived the procedure without any neurological injury, what's of whatever kind. Whatever. But it was only kept alive for 20 hours for ethical reasons. <laughs> so, what? Yeah, so like in 20 hours, did you fully assess the neurological so wait, capabilities of the this monkey? The monkey or the monkeys? Did he try both heads? I think only one. I think his idea was that he would sacrifice two monkeys and only attempt the transplant on one of them. So the other one was huh. just decapitated and killed. <laughs> you, you flip a coin and hopefully you're the one that has your head. Yeah, hopefully you're body. the head. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Um, and so... Oh my gosh, why does that make it so much worse? <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, I, you can so imagine bad. it's just like... Uh, these monkeys can't like think or feel like in the same way as humans can, but who knows? Mm-hmm. You're like... and as But as if like they can almost understand what was happening and suddenly you're like, well, fuck, I wasn't the one that was picked. I'm just... Being, my head is being thrown into the garbage can. Well, shit. <laughs> Just, you're down in monkey hell and like oh man I got screwed. monkey satan is burning yeah. you alive uh-huh. oh my gosh uh, that's funny. so yeah and so and satan's all reassuring don't worry that scientist will be here shortly yeah don't worry that yeah. other monkey he's gonna be here like less than a day like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> for ethical reasons yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So again like you have these fringe cases of people like yeah like it's a scientist that you can like they like this guy literally is a doctor. Like he literally went to school, at least as far as I can tell. You know, I haven't you know, I'm not a private investigator, but as far as I can tell, he's like a legitimate researcher. He should know what he's talking about. But he's one dude, he's one guy. And so you can't really take everything he says as fact because right. he's just doing it, you know. Yeah, he's just one guy. I'm surprised from him though, other experiments didn't kind of spark or branch no, out I mean, or are I, are there other cases there are other cases where they try to do it with like pigs and rats and hamsters and stuff Ew, and why why does a pig seem so much more gross to decapitate and reattach than a monkey yeah i don't know why you thought that like we bigger eat pig all neck the time. space <laughs> i don't know no i don't know it's just uh, i don't know it just seems like a is it because it has such a thick neck is that what you're Maybe thinking it's, like, it's just a yeah. much more like a lot more mass. Yeah, they're just porky. I don't know. Just porky. I, I don't know. Anyways, 
Uh, but like, it, it, I see this all the time, and like, my father is terrible at this. He'll like send me this vi- this video, and his, you know, and it's like almost like a clickbait he surely saw online. <laughs> it's like this one doctor says, if you do this like three things, you'll you know gain superpowers immediately or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, he'll be like, oh, listen, to this doctor, like, and it is like, as far as I can tell, like, it is a legitimate, actual, real doctor that's talking. But really. He, but it's just like one guy, like a doctor could be paid to say anything. You know, there's always those doctors and like those yeah. Dr. Scholl commercials or whatever. And it's like, I approve this, you know, pediatric soul yeah. for your foot. I'm like, you don't know me. Who the hell are you? Like, <laughs> you're just some doctor. Like, you, yeah. Even if you're a real doctor, you could be paid $50,000 and you'll say whatever the hell, you know, you want to say. It doesn't mean We anything. were able to pay nine out of ten dentists to say our product <laughs> was good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing is you get like those Lysol like kills 99.9% of germs. Uh-huh. And they always have this graphic where they show like us versus leading brand. And it shows leading brand like leaving, you know, like 90 yeah, yeah, or like yeah. half of it is still alive. Uh-huh. All but these little the, green animations. Yeah, these little goos. green gooey, yeah. you know, bacteria uh-huh. that are obviously yeah. all over everything. But on their side, there's always like one or two that are still alive. Like uh-huh. It's never completely clean. Yeah. So they can be like, hey, plausible deniability. We show that it didn't kill everything. It just killed <laughs> almost everything. <Yeah. laughs> um, and um, I love little those little the attention to detail on that. I'm like, ah, you didn't get everything. Like you can't touch it. You kill everything. That is pretty funny. Uh, so yeah, if you ever see one doctor claiming something, um, especially like, just a random person on YouTube or on this random site, like they probably, you can't stake your whole life on what they say. Like it doesn't, you know? Yeah. But, and, and there are exceptions. Like, like there are people who it's their job to like read thousands or hundreds or whatever, how many studies and conclude from those studies, like results from that. Uh, and those people are different. Like they're trained to do that. Uh huh. Uh, does you get like uh, like Dr. Fauci? He's like the head of pretty much the head of medicine, you know, in the United Dr. States. Basically. Dr. Fauci, Dr. Oh Fauci, epidemiologist. Like his job is literally to study epidemics and to give reasonable conclusions. Because there are literally like videos of like I'm Dr. So and so. I worked at you know I graduated from UCLA or whatever, and like and I don't think that the COVID vaccine is reliable. I'm like, yeah, you're just a random guy. Like you're a doctor, sure, but you're not trained to to make that observation yeah this person is (laughs) have you ever seen the movie the dark crystal uh no is it that like there is yeah with the puppets oh i haven't there is a troll in that movie that literal troll a lot like dr (laughs) fauci and every time i hear fauci i just think of that movie and i i can't take him seriously anymore every time i see his face that's all i think about but this dr fauci ass looking troll yeah exactly (laughs) So it's again, there's a whole like manipulation thing where even if it's not for money, like someone for either like views or likes or even just like publicity or popularity, clickbait science. To do certain I'm into yeah. it. Clickbait science. Researchers say if you eat these insects, you will prolong your life. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's gotten, I say, worse because of algorithms, because now algorithms are very good at knowing when you'll click on something. <laughs> so rather than before, they were just like, let's just throw these things and see what sticks. And now they're yeah. like, oh, this machine program has surveyed a million people and it knows exactly what to do to get you to listen to this. Uh-huh. So, it, sometimes it works. Yeah. Wow, it's one big manipulation machine. 
Yeah, now you see the world as like all one giant line Everything. of people manipulating other people. Everybody's got their own agenda. Everything Everyone's, we do is an yeah. agenda designed by somebody else. By somebody else. And then we have our own agenda and we're doing it to other people ourselves, you know, of course. It's not just like... Oh my like, gosh, dude, you've kind of screwed me. <laughs> you screwed me up, man. I know. It's uh, There was... Um, yeah, someone like there, there was someone I listened to, and they were basically saying a very similar thing about like, yeah, like everything is just physical interactions between atoms, blah blah blah. And so I was like, so like, how often do you think about this? Like, are you do you wake up in the morning and wake up next to your wife and be like, she only loves me because of chemical reactions in her brain? <laughs> oh my uh, gosh! <laughs> and 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 he's like, I think about it all the time and none of the time. Like, it's I always think about it and I never think about it at the same time. If that makes sense, and that what? that makes sense to me. I like, no, way over my head. It's like something that you're fully aware of it, like, like all the time. But you but just you're bury not it? focused on it. But you're, yeah, but you're not like always like overburdened by it. You know, it's just like you're aware of it happening. It's almost as like it's almost like you can feel the clothes that you're wearing. Like yeah, you feel your clothes all the time, but you're not always aware of your clothes on your body. You know, it's it's both. So. Yeah, it's the same kind of I thing. Where like, I'm always aware of people are everyone's manipulating everybody, and but I'm also like, it's fine though. I'm I live in this world. I can ignore it. Like it's okay. <laughs> Everything's fine. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty funny. I, I maybe someday I'll get over that obstacle and be able to say everything's fine now. <laughs> everything's fine now. Yeah. There are no problems. Bossing say. Bossing say. Oh my gosh, that's uh, nuts. I am yeah. now an anxious wreck. I mean, yeah, the existential <laughs> crisis will ease over time as you forget things, and then oh yeah, one day you'll be like reading a book or drinking like a hot cocoa or something, and, and I'll like, think my life remember. is a lie, and my wife only loves me because of chemical reactions in her brain. That's right. Like if I if I was broke, if I lost my money right now, I'd lose everything I ever loved. And then you go right back to reading your book or drinking your hot cocoa and just forget about it. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Dude, you can forget all your sorrows with a cup of hot cocoa. Oh, dude. I Have you ever had uh, Oreo hot chocolate? That sounds amazing. Man. Oh my gosh, dude, in uh in when I was in Connecticut, uh we would go to Dunkin Donuts like every other day and just get Oreo hot chocolate. It was the best freaking thing ever Oreo in the hot in chocolate. the winter. Yeah, in winter time, that is the most satisfying thing I've ever had. Like is it just hot chocolate with Oreos mixed into it? it it's like a white chocolate mixed with oreo cookie like i I don't even know how to describe it it, it, it was kind of like a cookies and cream hot chocolate basically but okay but yeah i think it's like oreo brand or oreo sponsored or something but it's amazing there's there's a uh there's a brand it's probably it's probably it's called lacanto they make a lot of like sugar-free oh yeah sugar stuff yeah sugar. i think i've seen them they have a brand of like, it's called like a cocoa drink, a chocolate drink, but it can be cold or hot. Uh, but it's made with like a sweetener, so it doesn't have like that much sugar at all in it. In it. And uh-huh. it is so delicious. Like it has this very, it's sweet. It obviously is What's sweet. it called? Uh, it's called like Lacanto yeah, drinking, drink? drinking chocolate. Oh, it's called, oh, it must be good if it's called drinking <laughs> chocolate. I'm, I'm literally seeing the wrapper on my shelf right now. It's right oh, there. Uh-huh. Um, and it, like, it's kind of like Ovaltine. Like, it could be hot or cold. But like it has, it's, so, it's sweet. <laughs> a it's crummy sweet commercial? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, every time I hear Ovaltine. Ovaltine. Man, yeah. even, even he was manipulated. 
Yeah, yeah, he was manipulated. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's like it's super delicious, but it ha- it's sweet. I've seen this ten times. It's sweet, but it's very savory at the same time. Like it has almost like this umaminess to it that's so addictive. Huh? Yeah, it's amazing, and especially because uh, you you can make it with like whole milk and you know mix it in there, and so it's like really rich and creamy really sweet and it it's not that bad for you the only problem is if you drink a lot of it and i mean like at least for me like three or four cups of it which i've only done once uh, it does fuck up your stomach <laughs> it's, it does <laughs> I can mess imagine. up your your digestive system because that's too much <laughs> yeah i can imagine it's a lot of chocolate uh, yeah but now that it's mainly spring the hot cocoa season is kind of over Man, now you're making me more depressed. <laughs> it's the hot times are coming, Morgan. This is the hot, the, hot summer. The ruin Morgan's reality podcast. Yeah, you. It's at the beginning. You're like cheerful and happy. I'm like Morgan. You don't even know. <laughs> yeah, man. I thought I had nothing peeving me. Now absolutely everything does. Every little thing is designed to to steal your attention, your money away from you and give it to someone else. Man, I am depressed. (laughs) (laughs) This last hour has ruined me. Hasn't been good for you, yeah. Oh my gosh. I just... You you need to make a a cup of hot cocoa. My wife just passed by the door and I'm thinking, I don't even know if you love me anymore. I don't know you know me. You don't even even really know me. You don't even know know me. You know the me that I project to you, but you don't know me that I know. Oh man, that's that's not making me feel good. Let's move on. Uh, yeah, that's not good. Uh, it's that existential dread that I love yeah. so much, but people tend to have a hard time with. Yeah, and I can understand why. Uh, I was gonna. There was something cool I read recently. I was gonna bring up. I it was probably so small I forgot about it immediately. <laughs> Just like the way you forgot about my podcast suggestion. Yeah, I'll try to think about it next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> I'll take it under consideration. So there was, uh, yeah, like, I think it was some sort of like medical journal, whatever I remember reading. But it was like not super interesting or else I would have remembered it. But it was like, oh, cool. But then I forgot. Uh-huh. So maybe it'll pop up next time. Well, cool. That's a cool ending. <laughs> yeah, maybe something cool will happen next time. Yeah, maybe this awesome thing I read and wanted to bring up will be forgotten forever. Yeah, it probably yeah. will be. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend. Yeah, I get you. I mean, like, it's the kind of thing where like, if it was important enough to remember, you'd probably remember. You would have remembered. Yeah, exactly. It was probably something mildly interesting like, oh, this one thing treats this other thing but only very mildly in, a, in very tiny circumstances I'm like well, that's interesting but not. I'll let my imagination fill in the blanks and yeah all, all those blanks wow I am quite excited by that oh, little factoid I, I remembered it okay. oh great okay. <laughs> it was something that I I remember learning about and like everyone kind of not everyone but people kind of know about it but knowing about it and studying it are kind of two different things so there there was a few studies that came out a it was, it was like in conjunction with someone's that were done like 10 years ago so we, we've been doing this for a while but it was it was on chocolate that's why i remember it was on chocolate okay uh so chocolate has this unique property where it releases endorphins in your brain and uh-huh. a lot of people are like it mimics love right like it, it's the love kind of thing <laughs> to eat okay and, and uh it's basically that we've, from what we know so far, 
it seems to be kind of true. <laughs> okay. Uh, especially for women, but men too. Like if you feel loss and not even like romantic loss, it could be like any kind of loss and, and like anxiety and depression in general, chocolate has a very positive effect on people who are struggling with that kind of thing. Dang. Uh, which is why like uh, you know, there's a stereotype where women want to eat chocolate after a breakup. It's because the feeling of consuming chocolate, like tasting it and the effect in your brain is like almost like a pseudo love feeling that they get when they were in that relationship. It's like a, it's almost like a, uh, like a addiction therapy. You're like, well, let me wean you off this feeling by giving you a similar feeling. <laughs> so that's why all I want to eat is chocolate. Cause I'm so lonely. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, 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 it drastically Gosh. improves mood. Um, wow. And it reminds me, did you did you ever read the Harry Potter books? I read the first two. Okay, so you don't know Harry Didn't Potter. Didn't make it past that. Uh, did yeah. you see the movies? It's on my list. I made it through the it's first three movies. Okay, there's the movie, um, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, I got you, through that one. Okay, I think that's the that third one. one. Yeah. Yeah, it's the third one, yeah. So there's the new the new uh, Professor Refer Lupin. Who spoilers? And his name is Lupin. He's a werewolf. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, I remember that. The guy's werewolf. He's always in the book. He does it too, but he's spoiler always spoiler like, alert. <laughs> well, I guess that's for me. But spoilers for a fifteen-year-old yeah. book and movie. Whatever you want to, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, whenever something happens, and you should maybe rewatch it and see this. He's always giving people chocolate. Okay. I don't know if you remember this. Like, no, he, I don't like, remember this. When Harry has like, there's this the, the thing that is your worst nightmare in like the little chest, and you have to use the spell to turn into something silly. Um, for, uh, oh, I for remember Harry, that. It becomes yeah. a dementor, and then like he pushes him aside, and it becomes the moon, and he makes it pop like a balloon. Like after that traumatic incident. He goes to Harry's like, Harry, eat this chocolate and make you feel better. Like he's always giving people really? chocolate. <laughs> okay. And it's kind it's because it's kind of true. Like it, it literally is true. Where like it, it it's it's a mood booster, uh, a temporary one, but also a healthy one. It, there's a lot of health benefits to chocolate. That's pretty funny. Um so if you're feeling like I'm not saying like, yeah, you chocolate, you'll never be sad again. Again, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> you, so what you're saying is overload on chocolate and it will fill all the voids. Now, okay, when I say chocolate. And this is what I have to remember because people like other kinds of chocolate and they're, again, beneath me. Dark chocolate. Dark oh, chocolate. Dark, dark chocolate. chocolate specifically. Almost all things that say chocolate are good. Cow-cow or whatever. Cocoa. Don't say, ew. Cow-cow. <laughs> I thought it was cacao or something. <laughs> it's cacao, cacao, but come on. It's, it's yeah. cocoa. Whatever. Uh-huh, okay. Cocoa. Um, whenever I think cocoa, I think hot cocoa, but. I think of the movie Cocoa, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, technically, you're right. It's cacao, but it's like a cacao nut. But the thing we get out of it is cocoa. But whatever. whatever. I am a cacao nut. But <laughs> anyways, uh, like it's anytime you read anything with like health benefits, like because dark chocolate is really good for your heart. It's good for your blood pressure. It's good for like it's literally like a incredibly healthy thing. Uh-huh. They're always talking about dark chocolate, and the dark chocolate specifically is like darker than seventy two percent cocoa. Okay. So 72% or higher concentration of cocoa is like what they've deemed to be like a healthier chocolate. The bitter, the better. Yeah, the bitterer, the better. And I love dark chocolate. (laughs) That's so hard to say. The bitterer, Uh, the better? You can't say that? The bitterer, the betterer. Okay, (laughs) betterer isn't a word. uh It's better. (laughs) Is bitterer a word? I think so. It's more. No, I think it's more bitter. You would say more bitter. The bitter, the better. The more bitter, the more better. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're getting a little loopy now. 
Got a little but, loopy. Uh, but that's but yeah, interesting. So yeah, you didn't know that about it chocolate. Works. It tends to reduce those feelings. It I'm going to keep some feelings. emergency dark chocolate then. You should. Yeah, I get. I just go to like a grocery store and for two bucks I can buy like a like a 10-ounce bar of dark chocolate, uh-huh. 72%. And it's delicious, like and so and every like I've told people this, and I've been told you many times, and everyone I tell it to, they seem to think I'm insane. Okay, I start every morning with like the first thing I do when I wake up is I eat a square of dark chocolate. Oh, I didn't know that. Like every single day, it's just one of my favorite things to do. Huh. And and I said to people, people like that's not something like a serial killer would say. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's delicious. What? Get out of here. Why would a serial killer want dark chocolate? Yeah. I mean, I also listen to classical music when I'm doing it, but yeah. I mean, that's not... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. While I dance around in the clothes of my victims. That's right, yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with yeah. that. <laughs> uh, no, not at all. Uh, but again, I do, I, do, I do that because I love the taste of it. It's not because I'm like, mm, this is my medication, but technically yeah. I've been self-medicating. Maybe that's why I'm so content with myself all the damn time. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's wonderful. Good for you, man. I'm so happy with myself. Yeah, man, it's... I mean, you gotta wash the sugar intake, but usually a single square has like yeah. When you're talking high concentration, of sugar, it's not those cow cow. Yeah, cow cow. Yeah. Stop, stop <laughs> saying cow cow. Of beef beef <laughs> of moo moo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also you have to be sure it's not it is not Dutch Dutch chocolate. Oh yeah, screw the Dutch. Because, yeah, fuck the Dutch. No. Uh, <laughs> when, it's, <laughs> when, it's, when it's gone through the when you get like Dutch cocoa or it's been Dutched. It usually means that the cocoa has been subject to like an alkaline solution. So it makes it taste Okay, so that doesn't but, mean it's Dutch. There's actually like a... No, yeah, it's, a, it's Dutching. It's called You're like Dutching? dutching okay, yeah. What, yeah, okay. So what is that? What is Dutching? So Dutching, like I said, like you go, you kind of wash the cocoa in a alkaline solution, like a very basic solution, which is okay. of acidic. And it, <laughs> it brings out a lot of the aromatic flavors of the chocolate, but it also washes away a lot of the good stuff that gives those health benefits. Okay. So it makes it more um, pleasing, but less beneficial. Yeah. And again, it's not even like, it's only, some people don't, they prefer Dutch chocolate. Some people don't. So it's not like it makes it objectively better. It's just a different kind of flavor. Uh-huh. Um, but most like very, if you ever get like a delicious cake or chocolate or like a gourmet one, it's almost always Dutch cocoa and it's because it has a very distinct flavor. Huh. Interesting. But yeah, so you go for undutched, non-dutched cocoa. Yeah. That usually has the most benefits. Ooh, bedtime. Well, it's, yeah. <laughs> I had a big meal. I, I just ate. The reason I was kind of late today. No, you're good. I made um, my own, uh, like, chicken parmesan. Oh, heck yeah. Dude, have you yeah. ever had buffalo parm wings? No. Oh, they're incredible. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of like the buffalo. Oh, really? Hot. Yeah, it's like too vinegary. They're, they're not really hot. Yeah, it is pretty vinegary, but vinegary. I'm not a fan of Parmesan. But man, oh, throw that on some buffalo wings. <laughs> Holy shit, it's amazing. It's, it's weird that like, I love Parmesan. <laughs> I don't like the buffalo, but you love the buffalo. But yeah, really I don't like the Parmesan. Parmesan. <laughs> yeah, but but the two together, oh my gosh. They're amazing. Yeah, I mean, I... There's there's like a, a videos going on online where what people do. You remember like those dinosaur chicken nuggets? Oh, like yes, amazing. Yes, my childhood. Yeah, they'll like upend a whole bag of those dino nuggets into like a, a baking sheet, and they put a bunch of shredded mozzarella and just pour pasta sauce over it, and then put it in the oven. Oh, so that it makes ruins like this, it. 
No, it makes it like just chicken dino nuggy chicken parmesan. It's and it's it's supposed to be amazing. Did you just say nuggy? Nuggy, yeah. <laughs> chicken nuggies. Oh man. Uh, I'm not a marinara fan. Parmesan like marinara. marinara? I, I'm not a pasta guy. I don't like pastas no, not, and I don't know. I'm okay with pasta. Yeah. I don't eat it very often anymore, but I'm it tastes good. Yeah, I don't know. Parmesan marinara. So you don't like you it's don't like my pizza? thing. What's wrong with you? Well, <laughs> iffy on pizza. Iffy on pizza, dude. Barbecue wow. chicken pizza, American pizza, pizza. Oh yeah, pizza. Oh, okay, all pizza is American. All right, let me tell you that. <laughs> yeah, the good ones. Um, wow. Yeah, cheeseburger pizza. Oh, that sounds awful. Um, <laughs> you know what? One of the worst things I've have you ever eaten at Red Robin? I have eaten at Red Robin. They have a taco burger, and it, it is disgusting, dreadful. It's, it's like, just ew. absolutely awful. Why would you get a taco? Well, it's it's so weird because I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. Ew. But yeah, it's, it's like guacamole and pico, and it's got like the taco ground beef taste, not like a burger patty taste, oh, but like, oh, no. oh, it was so bad. That's a problem. It was like That's... a taco on a bun, and it was like, this is an abomination. I was gonna think of someone influential from Mexico turning over in their grave, but I made I don't know a single influential <laughs> Mexican person. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Eric Estrada. I don't know who that is. Who's that? Oh my gosh. I, this is going to be really embarrassing when I look it up and he's not Mexican. I don't even think he's dead. <laughs> Eric Estrada. Oh, American actor. <laughs> Why does the driven snow? <laughs> um, let me see. Oh, born in California. Yeah, where's, he's totally American. Where's parents Maybe from? Mexican American, but maybe also in California. <laughs> he's still alive. But who is he? Who's that? He he's an actor. Um, it looks oh. like he was in Chips. Chips. Uh, let me see. It says Chips was his big thing. Looks like he was in a lot of shitty action movies. I got to send you this meme. There's like one Mexican actor. Uh huh. Um, and I don't know if it's real, but I I believe it's real. Oh. It has his IMDb page where he is like his works are listed. Uh huh. And once you see him, you'll know exactly who he is because he's like, in, he's like your stereotypical, you know, Mexican kind of thuggish looking guy that people love to portray in media for some reason. Oh my gosh, I'm terrible. Amer- <laughs> Eric Estrada's parents are from Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh, you said you were going to text me and I opened yeah, it. Yeah, I did text it And too. it was my cousin who texted me. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> uh, You're not my cousin. You, yeah. If you want to talk about multiverses... He's just Hector and everything. <laughs> He's like inmate Hector, gang leader Hector. It's just Hector, Hector all the way down. That's hilarious. I don't recognize uh, this guy. Well, like I'm pretty sure he has like one of those faces where like he just, he looks like what you think of a stereotypical like. What would be California. hilarious if that is, if that was purely coincidence. Like that's In not my, like, hey, if you, you hire sure me not? for this movie, I uh, am Hector. Oh, I can see that being like, "Hey, I just like being a Hector," rather than like, "What am I? You today? You're going to be so and so." His name is Hector, and he's just like, "Okay, another another one to the list." Yeah, you think it's all coincidental? He's like, "All right, got another one." It could be. I'm leaning towards it not being coincidental, but yeah, you never know. No, oh my gosh, I don't even want to try to pronounce his last name. Guglielmi. Oh gosh, yeah, don't even try. Guglielmi is it? I will not is, do that. <laughs> is he Latino? That doesn't... I've never seen a la- last name like that. What the Guglemi? hell is that? Gu- Guglemi? 
Googliem. I can't do it. Oh, no. On his, on his IMDb, it says, I think it's a part of his own thing. Like, he's known for being Hector. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. It's pretty funny. He gives motivational speeches at churches telling people not to join gangs. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, that's what it says on IMDb. Good for him, man. And then he plays gang members in all the movies. Yeah, to be fair. Oh, he's in, the fa- he, he's in Fast and Furious. It's probably yeah, the biggest title on there. To be fair, he's been in a lot of stuff. And the vast majority of time, he is not named Hector. Yeah. But he's just been Hector a lot. It's been <laughs> 12 different instances. I'm seeing a few on Hells as well. Huh. He's known That's as Bald funny. Rob. Bald Rob. Bald Rob in one of the, in one of the movies he's in. But yeah, so well, moral cool. of this whole podcast, eat chocolate to forget the fact that everyone in your life is pretending to be who they are to get what they want out of you. <laughs> should title this one you should be depressed and here's why yeah this is like watch morgan slowly descend into a state of you know malaise <laughs> yeah this one sucked we need a happier note <laughs> yeah i told you it was like one big old pet peeve i'm like now everywhere you look you go driving you yeah go but the work, last like, one that was big old pet peeve was a lot more cheery this one's well, like well, what was the last pet peeve? All, all the biology, biology pet peeves. That oh, was the, like fun. the myths. Yeah, those the one that I just edited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the myths. This one. They were, those were good. And we'll do, we'll do another one so of those much. eventually. So Okay, good. I have to find more of those myths. Sounds good. The hard part is sometimes there's myths, and I think they're myths, but I tell people, like, I've never heard that. I'm like, well, I guess it's only a myth to us, <laughs> to the people <laughs> who study this. It's pretty funny. But, but all right, man. Have you ever heard something that you thought was a myth? And then it turned out to like someone said some obscure fact and you're like, there's no yes. fucking way. Yes. That okay. happened to me several times. Um, the, 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 the main one I can think of is uh, MKUltra. Have you heard of MKUltra? Yes, I have. I When I first heard it, I'm like, that's ridiculous. Like, that, don't be dumb. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then now I'm like, actually, it's a very well documented mm-hmm. and very like, it's a very well known thing that that actually happened. Yeah. And, um, There's still so. a lot of people that would say it didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's pretty but freaky. Another one. And it's, I, I might I have, I, I say this all the time. Uh, so I don't know if I've said it before. But okay. I used to be someone who thought you were an idiot if you thought that your phone was listening to you when you know you weren't on the phone. Oh, we we had a whole discussion about yeah, this. Yeah, we had a whole discussion about uh-huh. this. And because I'm like, there's no way. Like, yeah, it has the capability. Yeah, maybe. But like, it's not going to like what someone. And, and and to be fair, it's not like someone is actively listening to you. There's not like a guy in a dark room like no, listening to yeah. your conversation. It's an algorithm that's trying to pick up words. But it seems to me... And I've seen a lot of different evidences from my own experiences and other people's experiences um, that when you mention products verbally, oh, it yes. tends to pop up in your in, in your like your kind of recommended products you want to buy and advertisement and things like that. Yes, it happens a lot. Absolutely, it's kind of so, freaky. It's kind of freaky. And I, and I used to think it was like, well, you know, we're all humans. We're all like the people I run with. They're in the same circle, so it, it seems logical that. I would bring up something and then other people would relate to it. Therefore, my age demographic is being targeted for these ads and boom, that's a coincidence or not a coincidence. It's designed that way. <laughs> yeah. But then it got really weird. I mentioned really obscure things and like a few hours later, I looked at my ads and I'm like, why am I being advertised? This really <laughs> obscure thing that I've never talked about before and suddenly it's here. Yeah. So it's I yeah, get that. scary. Yeah. That is freaky. 
So it, it does happen. So I'm, I'm a believer of that. I feel like, yeah, unfortunately, it is. Again, it's not trying to learn your social security card or your, your anti-capitalist secrets or whatever. It's not like <laughs> it's not like you're not you're not trying to find you to be a communist. But it's just like, yeah, you mention uh, dog food. Advertise for dog food, even though you don't own a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are hearing you. Yeah. We are hearing you. Sorry, that didn't, yeah, it didn't come we out. We are right. hearing you. Dude, I'm so loopy and gone right now. That sounds yeah. very like Russian for some yeah. reason. Like, we, we are, are hearing, hearing you. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But all right, man, I'll let you go to bed or whatever you do at night. Go, yeah, whatever whatever staunches the flow of sadness of your day. Whatever sleep. Ah. Be it sleep, be it food, be it hot cocoa. <laughs>